Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives. And that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right, today's guest. Her friends were always coming to her for help with outfits, shopping, etc., and she decided to turn what she loves into a business, helping individuals and businesses upgrade their professional and personal appearance. When asked the question, what are your keys to making yourself productive? She said, I would definitely say balance. You definitely have to work hard as an entrepreneur, but you also have to give yourself permission to take a break. Understanding that a break doesn't mean a stop, it just means it's okay to take an afternoon nap once in a while. Please help me in welcoming to the show a rock star in fashion, celebrating 10 years of fashion this year, image consultant and CEO of Mode by Rebecca Ruth, Rebecca Ruth. Hey, so good to see you. Thanks Thank so you much for, for being me. on the show. Well, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, so, wow. So we want to talk about the journey. I, I, I like, I mean, the stories that we share are going to set people free. They're going to set people free. I believe that. I've seen it happen in my own life, reading a book that just flipped that switch that helped me get over a hurdle or helped me get beyond myself. So, Talk to about us about the beginning of this journey. Uh, um, you know, people coming to you all the time. You obviously had a gift, and people were tapping into that, and you just changed it into a business. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so, you know, I've always loved fashion, and, um, you know, surprisingly, because I was a tomboy when okay. I was younger. <laughs> so when did you discover your love for fashion? What age was this at? So this is what, what happened. Like, okay. I was a tomboy, but I would kind of accessorize. So even though I was a tomboy, I would add little touches here and there. And then as I got older and I, you know, became more of a woman, um, my style changed. And it was just literally, um, yeah, like friends, family members coming to me asking, what do you think about this? How do you think this looks together? Will you go shopping with me? And I was just kind of like... Well, if so many people are coming to me for help, like let me like make some money. Okay, well, <laughs> what age was this that you that the entrepreneurial spark just kind of set in you? What what age? How old were so, you? So I can't remember because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Okay. Honestly, like I've always right. known that I didn't want to work for someone else for right. my entire life. Right. So I don't really know when that happened. Okay. But when I actually decided to turn this into a business was in my twenties. Okay. So, yeah. All right, cool. Were you were you going to school? Were you in, in your twenties? Were you going to college? Were you what were you doing? I mean, what were you doing at that time? Yeah, it was a little crazy. So yes, I was um, in a master's program. So wow. I was in grad school. Okay. <laughs> For what did you study? I actually have a master's in counseling from Liberty University. Hmm. So um, yeah, so I was in grad school. I am uh, also full time mom, and then I was also working full time. You know, I had my wow. nine to five, and of course. I decided to add to it, starting a business. That's what entrepreneurs do. We get right. big ideas and we make big messes and other people clean right. it up, right? So, wow. So, so your mom. Yes. Uh, so, and that, to me, is always first. Uh, my mom's passed, but I, I miss her dearly because she would bring the family together. Uh, so, so how many children do you have? I have 
have two. Okay, how yeah. old? They're 11 and 4, two boys. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Your life is ruined. <laughs> it keeps it fun. It keeps it fun. So when I started my business, because, um, you know, I'm celebrating 10 years this year. Yeah. So, yes, my oldest was uh, two. I think he had just turned okay. two. Wow. So, you know, it was a little chaotic. They mama's boys? No, the baby is. Okay. I'm his best friend. So. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Enjoy that while it lasts, <laughs> right? Right. Still, right. This is like, eh. It seems like I, I've got I've got two girls. One's twenty, one's fourteen, mm-hmm. and it seems like when they were little, it was mama, mama, mama. Right. And now, as they get older, it's you know. Thankfully, I'm not living. I, I never experienced the like the typical teenage girl mm-hmm. that everyone. I was like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And my girls will still hold my hand in public. They still give me hugs. Like they, yeah. You know, I embarrass them around their friends on purpose, but too. you know, yeah. hey. You know, it's, it's, our pr- it's our prerogative. Yeah, it I really it is too. a privilege of being here. <laughs> okay, so turning that talent that you had, mm-hmm. um, that love that you had, obviously, I mean, where would you where would you shop? I mean, what, was it just anywhere you could make something out of nothing? I mean, what what was it like? Uh, what did you see that other people didn't see? For me personally, yeah. Or for well, for you others. and then for others. Well, you know, talk about translating that from your style, and then do. You, you look at other people and see that they have a different style and you go that direction? I mean, is that what you do? Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So, like, for me personally, I'll, I shop anywhere. Okay. You know, I'll shop at, a, you know, like a thrift store. Okay. And then, you know, I'll go into, like, a Nordstrom. You know, so it's like I'm not picky about gotcha. where I get the pieces from. Right. Um, I travel a lot, so some of my clothes are from other countries that you know I cool. bargain for on the mar- at the market. Neat. <laughs> you know, so um, for, like I shop everywhere for myself. Um, as far as my clients, it really depends on one their style, also their budget, um, okay. you know, um, and also just kind of their personal taste you know sure. some people kind of you know stick their nose up to like the thrift store shopping and stuff sure. like that so you kind of have to combine there's treasure to be found things. Good yeah way. there's a lot of stuff to be found yeah. there so yeah. um but it you know honestly i used to be snobby about that but um you know i got out of it um right. so what i do is because i work with all you know all kinds of clients so i work with individuals but then i also work with businesses i work with executives athletes models okay well. so you know sometimes it's purely just fashion and okay. you know and then sometimes it's we're going to redo your entire look your right. entire image essentially um so that kind of determines where we're shopping okay. and everything like that do you find that 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 people kind of just know it like they just know i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> or is it like they don't know but they have to be told and then they're and then they come to realize, oh yeah, you're right. I mean, so what do you find most? So, like in the ten years, so in the ten years, what I've really come to realize is that people show up how they feel. That's okay. really what I've come to notice. Okay. So when I first started the business, like I said, it was more focused on fashion. So I was more styling fashion shows, photo shoots, like individuals, personal styling. So it was okay. really just surface clothes. But as I developed and um, I started taking on lots of different clients, I started realizing that, you know, really people are coming on the exterior the way they feel on the interior. Sure. And as you grow that relationship with your clients and everything like that, um, you get to figure that out and everything like that. So it just, um, it's a cool process um, because a lot of times people are coming to you and they may not know 
anything about fashion or sure. style per se, sure. but they're coming to you because there's something internally that's kind of like nudging them and they want to fix what's going on on the outside to them, but it's sure. really about fixing what's going sure. on the inside. Sure. So it's, it, it became, it became more aware to me as the years went on. And I guess, you know, probably the, the grad degree in counseling helped. Okay. But <laughs> well, that's neat though, that you get to, um, that, that you have that background. Mm-hmm. You can discover how somebody is on the inside and how they should look on the outside. Right. Yeah. Well, that's really neat. Uh, so, Someone like me who is not a fashion victim um, and and dresses for comfort more than anything. I you know and and I, I'm a creature of habit. So if I if I find a comfortable pair of jeans, I go back for that pair of jeans all the time. Mm-hmm. If I find a shirt that I like, I wear it out. Right. You know my my shirts they disappear. They do, they just evaporate because right. I've worn them. So um, how do you you know get with somebody? Maybe they maybe they're changing professionally. They're 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 growing in their business, and they realize, wait a minute, maybe I should look different. How do you how do you start with somebody like that, or or what do you do? Yeah, so I mean that's that's actually a good question because, like I said, I worked with athletes, okay. and you know most athletes, what do they wear? They wear their their uniform, right? And then they throw something on, you right. know, when they're sweats and yeah, a t shirt. And but this, you know. My clients wanted a more, uh, I guess, sophisticated look for when they're not, you know, doing their sports. And my my first thing is trying is I I do want to keep your style. Sure. So if you like to be in sweatpants all the time, no, I'm not gonna allow you to be in sweatpants all the time. Right. <laughs> because because part of my job is to also upgrade you. Sure. I guess you can say, but um, I'm still gonna make sure that it's comfortable. But sophisticated. Right. So, like in your case, because I'm the same way. I'm casual. I'm in jeans most right. of the time. I really actually hate heels. So you right. most of the time see me in flat shoes, yeah. and that's just my thing. Um, so, like for you, for example, it would be okay. Like you like jeans and stuff. How about cargo pants? Can we try cargo pants right, on you? I got you? Can we try different colors? Maybe just okay. kind of make it a little bit more funky. Right. Um, so just like little touches like that um, to still keep you comfortable and what in what you feel comfortable but just kind of just you know adding adding some new touches to it okay yeah. okay <laughs> so you, you talked about um sports figures um business owners you mm-hmm. get with business Good owners kids, yeah. and and uh and like that so yeah. talk to us about perhaps um some fashion gone wrong like maybe somebody didn't follow your advice or or you put something on somebody and then realized wait a minute that was not the right thing. <laughs> talk to us about maybe some you don't have to mention any names. Right. <laughs> but you know talk to us about some of that how, how does that happen? I mean what do you see that other people just don't see even though some people look at what they're wearing or they look at what somebody else is wearing they're horrified but they just don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know but what what is it what is it what do you look at? What do you look for? I would say the two biggest mistakes that I see as far as people either not listening to me or I got it wrong are color and fit. Oh, okay. um, so there are just certain colors that look good on some people and they just don't look good on other people. Okay. And well, give um, an example. What, what would be an example? I, I, I'm, I'm an artist, but I've never been uh, good on the color side. I would, I would go ahead and do the drawing mm-hmm. and get the design and all that stuff. And then I would hand it over to somebody to, to, to add the color to it. Right. I worked for Peace Frogs. I did that. We designed t-shirt designs all day long. And I would do the, the lines of the uh-huh. drawing. And then I would hand it over to the young lady that was like stellar at doing color. So what would be a, a 
something that maybe you look at and you go, whoa, that just wouldn't look good. Is it? Does it have to do with with eye color and shirt color or That's skin good. color? And yeah. is it all that stuff? Eye color, skin color, hair color. Oh. Like, for example, me. I'll use me for an example. Um, I look good in whites and brights. You know, because okay. my skin color, my eye color. Okay. I don't look good in, like, black, for example. Okay. I mean, it's 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 fine, but it's not great. Right. Um, and, unfortunately, for me, I loved black in middle school. Because, you know, we gotcha. all go through that phase. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, um, but as, again, as I've grown, I've, I've just come to realize I look better in those brighter colors. Okay, gotcha. Um, and so it's just, it's things like that where I'll be working with a client and I'll say, you know what, you know, especially if they're going to do a photo shoot, they're going to be on camera. I'm like, that color is not going to look good sure. on camera against your skin. And sure enough, they will wear that color anyway. Right. I'm like, well, you did a great job, but the color yeah. is the problem. Okay. <laughs> so there's that. And then the other thing would be fit. Um, honestly, you know, obviously we all have different body types sure. and, um, unfortunately as much as I'd like to squeeze into some things that I see out there, I can't. And I just sure. have to accept that and, and vice, you know, and also some things that I want to wear are way too big for me and they just overpower me. You just have to wear what fits your body. That, gotcha. That's just the bottom line. So those are the two biggest mistakes I see people making. Um, it's right. not getting their colors right and not getting their fit right. Okay. So but before we move on to the next, like, you know, thing I want to talk about, talk to me about like a horrifying outfit you've seen, or, or, if, you, <laughs> or if you see this, it just, you can't even look. I mean, I, I could understand probably because you're so sensitive to, you know, that what, what would be an example of something that would just be like, well, you should not even wear that out in public. I mean, uh, I mean, I would say my biggest wows have actually been celebrities okay. <laughs> who've just worn, and I know in a way people say they get a pass. Because they're celebrities. No, I'm like, not really. <laughs> we still have to look at you. So, yeah. no, you don't really get a pass. But um, I would say that's those are the biggest wows right. I've seen. Um, and then as far as just, you know, everyday people, um, I, I lately have seen a lot of just, just bright and bright, like, shades. Like, a lot of big bright patterns that shouldn't be on certain people like patterns okay. are difficult to wear okay sure, sure. <laughs> so you have to be not something everybody can pull right off. not everyone can wear big bright patterns and i see that a lot i'm just like yeah okay okay <laughs> okay wow, wow so now this is interesting because now when we when we first met and talked and i i talked to you about that that show the kid Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time I ever heard the the, the phrase, the term image consultant. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was thinking, wow, that would be a neat profession to get into. I was a graphic artist. You know, I thought, well, you know, I could do that for people's logos and their businesses when it comes to signage and things like that. Um, but you've got more to it than just the look. Now, you've got you've got a background in psychology and, and like that, you know, so so talk to us about the process of maybe walking somebody through changing their look. I mean, that the look is something they probably had for their whole life, and now it's mm-hmm. changing. Absolutely. What happens with that? Yeah, so the, you know, the feedback that I've gotten from a lot of clients is, you know, I came to you feeling this way about myself and not really confident and everything like that, and I left feeling complete. So that's, like, like those are some of the testimonials I've gotten from sure. clients that I've worked with. Um, and you're right. A lot of people's image and style and whatever it is has been ingrained in them since, you know, however, whenever they started dressing themselves. Sure, sure. Pretty much. Um, the client that comes to mind the most, um, or for this topic anyways, um, 
he really wasn't confident in himself. So it was an internal insecurity. Sure. And so how he was dressing outwardly was just kind of sloppy, you know. Sure. And some people like that sloppy look, but he didn't particularly like it. But it was like he, that's how he kind of saw himself. Mm. And, and so it was like when he finally decided to work with me, it was, it's a process. Because the thing is, is that as an image consultant, when you're talking to people about their appearance, it's delicate, right? Because sure. you don't want to hurt people's feelings. Right. <laughs> kind of get, get to know somebody right. before like you, you say, hey, don't wear that right. shirt. Right, don't or, ever right. wear that again. <laughs> um, you don't want to hurt people's feelings, but sure. at the same time, they came to you for a service, and they came to you for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I picked up right away that this person was lacking self-confidence, and it was just coming out in his appearance. Sure. So you really the process is building that relationship. First of all, they have to like you. Right. Um, but you build, so I always ask, like, during the consultation, why, you know, why are you seeking my service? And what are you hoping? What's the end result? You know, is it, are we just dressing you for an event? Is this, like, a lifetime makeover? And this is, like, you want to, you know, um, slowly, like, evolve into this mm. new look? Like, what is it that we're doing here? Right. And usually during that consultation, they'll tell you in one form or another sure. where it's coming from. You can draw what, it out. Right. Where and why. You've got certain questions you. you ask. Yeah, you I have certain something. questions based on like their answers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this person wanted to be taken more seriously in his profession. And he felt like the way he was presenting himself was um, was working against him. He was sure. like, you know. When I walk into meetings and stuff, no one takes me seriously. They just kind of see me as, like, a, a little kid in the corner. Sure. And I was like, well, how do you see yourself? Like, you know. Right. And he was like, well, I'm like, well, you're yeah. showing up the way you feel. Right. So I was like, all right, we can fix and we can help you fix the, the outward exp- um, appearance. That's fine. Sure. But why do you keep showing up like that if that's not how you want to be portrayed? Mm. So that, you know, and then that kind of builds into, you know, not that I'm trying to, but like a counseling session. And, you know, I worked with this individual for quite a while. Um, He was a client for quite a while. So by the end, though, it was like he would would get excited and like text me and like show me stuff that he had bought all on his own. And he's like, look, I put this together, this tie, right? Right. I have this big meeting tomorrow. (laughs) And it was just like a completely different person. By the time you know we finished working together, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> do you do you find um, attachments in a way to clients like like their their kids that finally grew up grew grew up? You know, I mean, it's like that's a child of mine. You know, yeah, I, no, yeah, or, I would, not yeah. like kids, but it, you'd be surprised. Um, you know, we all have insecurities, so it's sure. not it's not that they're they're wrong for having insecurities. Right. We all have them. It's just that like everybody not everyone knows how to deal with them in a healthy way right so i wouldn't say like kids but more so like really just clueless and for some of them don't even realize that it's an insecurity sure oh right you know so there's that too Mm -hmm. they don't realize that so it's more like literally some of them some of them come in knowing and some of them say okay listen i hate the way i look and i know it's an insecurity fix it others come in and say yeah i just want a new look well why i don't know just because i do Right. like more right. more <laughs> so everybody comes in differently so it, it's more a question of like helping pe- i can see it usually right away sure but it's more of a helping them see it sure. in themselves yeah so yeah. so you um 
you see other people's hearts that they're wearing on right. their sleeve before right. they before do, they and do. then oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So very, very, very cool. <laughs> so now you, you talked to us about your education and 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 then how you how you got into this. Um, was there was there a time that you you know you talked about tomboy to 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 woman, uh-huh. you know, was that an awkward period for you when you're moving from just like you know accessorizing to change you know creating your own image mm-hmm. was that talk to us about that transition um i mean i would say it was probably awkward um you know like i said i was a tomboy i have brothers and so it was like i was the girl and i'm the oldest so i was a girl but then i like to be with the boys and right. playing football and then it's like my mom wanted me in dresses but i wanted to be in pants and right. so like we went through that like you know, struggle. Sure. And then, of course, but I think this is normal for a lot of teenagers. Like, I went through a lot of phases. Right. You know, my teen years. I was, I don't know. I was preppy. Then I was gothic. I don't, I don't know right. what I was doing. Um, and then it was like, I did all of a sudden like dresses again. So I went through that phase okay. where I was really girly girl. Because I, but that was. So you did some experiments. I did a lot of experiments. Like, what do you like? Yeah, because I was right. like, I don't know what my style actually is mm. i don't know what it is right. the um when i went through the really really girly girl phase that was because i felt like well i am becoming a woman so mm. aren't women supposed to be like really girly girl sure. so i was like i guess that's what i'm supposed to do and i was like mm, i mean i like it but not all the time right. and so it did it did take me a while to kind of evolve into my own style but not because i didn't know what to wear it was because i internally mentally didn't know who i was and who like who i wanted to portray and once i got down to okay i like jeans t-shirts flat shoes made life a lot easier (laughs) right well cool so well um two boys two boys do you dress your boys or you let them dress themselves so the baby still lets me dress him. Well, he lets oh, me pick out his outfit. Okay, he dresses himself. Um, luckily for me, he still likes my taste. The oldest one... 11. 11, okay. yeah, not so much okay. anymore. What does he go for? Comfort? This just yeah. shirt just feels good. I'm going to yeah, wear this. Yeah, just what feels okay. good. I'm going to wear this. Sure. You know, and when we're going out, like someplace where it matters, of course, I have to like put my foot down. But um, yeah, he just goes for comfort. I, I got a big kick out of letting my girls dress themselves from a very young age because I, I think... I really liked Punky Brewster growing up. <laughs> I would let them wear whatever they wanted to. They'd be walking out with like a some you know some some like capri jeans with some pink cowgirl boots on and a pink tutu, you know, and you know just and and my wife would be horrified when I should, you know I'd bring them to where she is and then she'd see oh my, you know, I didn't I didn't dress them at all. I just let them dress themselves, let them be creative, whatever. You know, I, I think maybe I got a kick out of that more than I did you know what they were wearing. Right. But anyways, right. yeah. So. So ten years in fashion, mm-hmm. probably more than that because you did you did a lot of it you know, before you even right. made it a business. So is it ten yeah. years in business? Yes. Is, 10 it, years is that in what business. it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, uh, so do you, do you travel? Do you have clients that are like elsewhere? Yeah. So you know, I have global um, clients, and um, so and I'm I'm originally from Africa, so okay. I'm really passionate about like international designers and work okay. with international designers. So did, like did you African move over designers. here when you were young or what was it? Um, are you generation away from that or what? what? 
We kind of moved around. My parents worked okay. for the government and then for the United Nations. Okay. So we've just moved around. But I first came to the U.S. when I was six. Okay. And then we've moved around uh-huh. all over. And Neat. Where in Africa? I'm from the DRC, so that's the Democratic Republic of Congo. Okay. Not the Dominican Republic, which is right. what I usually get. But there is sure. a C there. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I've got people that I know in Uganda, Kenya. Okay. Yeah, um, I love Kenya. Uh, yeah. Uh, Madagascar. We lived in Madagascar. Uh, so, for yeah, five it's really, years. really neat. Yeah. You know, just, just, yeah. I'm so thankful to know them. And, and yeah. I, I've got some, I've got some uh, Facebook friends that, I, that I'm at, I've met, you know, so then I get to that's talk awesome. with them too. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, Madagascar is uh, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. neat, neat. Yeah. Wow, so cool. So, what, well, before I ask my last question, uh, how can folks connect with you on social media? So I'm on Facebook. My Facebook page for Mode by Rebecca Ruth is at Rebecca Ruth LLC. Okay. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram as Rebecca Ruth. Okay. Um, so those are my two social media platforms. Okay, great, yeah. great. Um, and okay, so and th- those will be in the show notes as well, so folks will be able to look at look okay. at those. Um, my last question is, where now? Ten years in fashion. Where from here? Where are you going? What are you doing? So I think the biggest thing as an entrepreneur in any industry is that you personally continue to grow. Mm. And then, of course, you know, you want your business to grow. Um, I have built enough of a platform now where I feel like I want to focus um, more on, like, philanthropy and my philanthropy work. Um, I was able to go to Haiti a couple years ago. Um, I'm very passionate about bringing awareness back to the DRC actually and um, I'm passionate about working with with girls and you know young girls and women so I want to be able to focus more um, on the philanthropy work and then also just you know there are exciting things coming down the path which I'm not at liberty to talk about okay. yet but <laughs> got something got something happening soon that yeah. we'll see yeah so there on are, the lookout for. yeah there are some exciting things coming mm. down you know because it's like once you've built that platform you can kind of grow in so many different directions right. you know um and 10 years is awesome you know I I feel blessed to say that I've been doing this for 10 years um but like I said you never stop growing right. uh, and the biggest thing is to not to stop growing as a person as an sure. individual sure yeah. sure <laughs> very cool well Rebecca very very nice to meet you thank you thank so much you. for being on the show and and amazing so looking forward to more we'll be we'll be we'll eyes open we'll be looking definitely. out for what happens yep, and uh and <laughs> and we will i'm sure we won't miss it so very cool well thank you so much for tuning in um our next guest uh allison m of um, eyewitness fitness will be here and we'll get to learn about what she does and uh, just so very very blessed to have you on the show Thank you so and i uh, look forward to hearing more and i can't wait to um, interview you after after all these big things happen it's gonna be great thank you very cool <laughs> you have a great great day yeah.